Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and you know that I love helping dads become heroes. And today we are going to have a unique conversation because I'm going to be doing something a little bit different where I want to speak to ministry leaders, to pastors, to heads of organizations and teachers, and yes, to you as dads. And my hope is that you will hear shouting from the rooftops through my voice that fathers are important in the work that we're doing as organizational leaders, as pastoral leaders, as ministry leaders, and dads in the home. So today, On Your Mark, which as you know, it's always On Your Mark, Get Set, Go, the topic today, the title today, is The Sturdier the Foundation, the Stronger the House, Why Dads Matter. And I will be giving you 10 reasons that I believe dads mattered, followed with a leader or a parent awareness idea. And I say leader or parent because if you're a dad who says, I'm not in any of those roles as a, as a leader outside of my home, these things will apply to you too. And I want to begin with a question and then a story about engaging fathers. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever jumped into a project only to like later realize that it ended up being much different than either what you'd agreed to or what you'd anticipated? Well, now that we're all saying yes, uh, I can tell you a story that ties to that theme that has to do with dads. So a couple of years ago, I was asked to speak at a, at a leadership conference in Bend, Oregon, and I soon realized that I had bit off a bit more than I could chew because... I was asked to speak on, I was assigned the topic, re-engaging fathers in the church. And I was like, okay, because they knew, you know, of my work with fathers. And I said, sure, I'm up for that, you know. And I get ready to prepare only to realize, oh my word, I know nothing about re-engaging fathers in the church. I re-engage fathers outside the church. In the ABBA project, this is not targeted only to men of faith. This is also something that applies and is applicable to any dad in any faith persuasion because they're principles that work and are powerful between dads and daughters. Well, before you start thinking that the coordinator of the conference had lost their screw, here's the the back story as to why they asked me to, to deal with that topic. Because as you know, for seven years now, I've been working alongside men, right? Outside the church. This is in my home counseling office, which by the way, a little plug, I have openings still this fall. If you know any dad of a daughter ages 13 to 30 who wants to join. And so they had said, Michelle, we know you could speak to fathering. So I went, okay, I could appreciate the heart, but I had to do some quick pedaling, backpedaling to be better prepared to address that topic. And that's what I want to bring you into that conversation today and let you know some of what I learned because I interviewed 10 men and two women who I considered to be respectful leaders across the country on the topic of how do you engage fathers. And I want to give you some flavor of that today while also giving you 10 things that I believe tie to this topic of why dads matter, because the sturdier the foundation, the stronger the house. And I'm obviously talking about the home, right? And even engaging men in ways that enter into their children's life, even outside the home. So there's a lot more than I could say on this topic, but the core essence of my message is dads matter and they matter a lot. They matter a lot. And you know that because you already believe that, and I believe that's why you're even listening to this. 
Why do dads matter? Because kids thrive when dads actively invest in their lives. So that said, here's my top 10 list of why dads matter. And like I said, I want the focus here today to give you practical information, whether you're a teacher, a mentor, a organizational leader, a children's ministry leader at your church, or a parent. So after each of my 10 points, as I said, I'm going to give you an action plan to enhance your effectiveness as you are bringing men into what you're doing to help build a stronger foundation even to the work you're doing. So number one, well, God says that dads matter. Okay, let's just start with that one right off the top. Why do dads matter? Because God says they do. So the infamous verse that underscores the value God places on fathers is found in Malachi 4, 6, where God says, if the hearts of fathers don't turn to their children and vice versa, he will come and strike the land with a curse. And you've heard me say we don't have to often look very far to see the effect of brokenness in father-child relationships and see that effect of the curse. But I know that God wants to restore that relationship to restore and bring healing to our nation. So our hearts break when we read statistics citing things, listen to this, like one out of three kids in America live in homes without a biological father. More than 24 million children in America lack the physical presence of a father in their home. And according to 72% of the U.S. population, they agree that fatherlessness is considered the most significant family or social problem facing America. And I believe that God's heart breaks over this reality, and so should ours. So here's the leader or parent awareness idea. A significant percentage of those we're ministering to are lacking a father. And highlighting that need to then recruit and equip male volunteers and staff to bridge the father gap for so many of kids so that healthy male role models can invest when their biological dad isn't available. Okay, number one, God says dads matter. Number two, top 10 list of why dads matter, kids who feel connected to their dad, they are stronger, healthier, and happier. And some of the things you're going to hear me say today, I've said in other conversations, but I want to succinctly put all of this into a top 10 list so that your organizational leaders can listen to these these messages, these these points, and bring them into the work they're doing. So kids who feel connected to their dads are stronger, healthier, and happier. It's mind-blowing to consider the massive impact that fathers have on their kids, a factor that should ignite our passion to strategically equip dads in their role because the research confirms that kids who feel connected, so again, it's an emotional interaction, to their dads do better in school, they get better grades, They're more likely to finish high school and attend college. They have greater self-esteem. They have less body dissatisfaction. They have healthier weight. They report less depression. They have lower substance use rates. They delay having premarital sex, which means there's decreases in teen pregnancy. They have less suicide attempts by a significant margin, and on it goes. So those of you that are Working with kids, you want to bring dads into what you're doing because kids are stronger, healthier, and happier when dads are involved. The leader awareness idea is that if that doesn't speak volumes about why it's a good idea to get dads involved in your organization or your ministry or your homes, I don't know what does. Now, imagine some of those listening are moms that say, Michelle, I know this already. I cannot get my 
ex-husband or my husband to be any more engaged with our kids than, you know, than I could. I, I can't even tell you how, how saddened I am that dad isn't more involved. And they're like, you don't get it because I'm trying to get him to be involved and he won't be. And I'm saying, I understand. I've heard the stories a lot. They break my heart too. And I grieve with you in that. And if you are a dad who has abdicated his role, you know, maybe you're not even listening to this, but maybe you're someone that's listening that says, I'm going to let that guy, that dad, listen to this podcast later because I think this may encourage him to know how much of a difference it would make in his kid's life if he was more involved. So number three, 10 reasons dads matter is number three, what a dad believes matters more to his kids than outside influences. Now, we all know that peer pressure is powerful, right? But did you know that the spiritual life of a father, and I know mother too, has more influence on his children than anyone outside the home? Because Search Institute conducted a survey years ago of 3,121 kids. Okay, that's a big study. Grades 7 to 12. And every single age said mom ranked first when it came to significant religious influence and dad ranked number seven. Far above friends or pastors or teachers, mom and dad bear impact and influence on what their kids believe. So leader awareness idea, regardless of a dad's faith persuasion or practice, more is caught than taught. So kids will emulate what they see lived out in front of them. So our role as leaders is to equip and empower. And the question I would ask you as a leader is what are you doing to actively equip and empower fathers to lead, to grow, and succeed both in the work that you're doing and in their home? And you've probably seen as much as I have is the more dads are equipped to do things even outside their home, they'll take that back into their home. Number four, another reason dads matter is if a dad chooses Jesus, his family will too. Or you might want to be broad and say if a dad chooses faith, his family will too. One study reports that if a child is first to come to faith, there's a 3.7% chance the rest of the family will too. Okay, super low. If mom is first in the family to come to faith, there's a 17% probability that the rest of the family will come along. But now listen to this newsflash. If dad is the first to come to faith, there's a 93% likelihood that the rest of the family will follow his lead. Wow. That invites the question, are we as leaders creating an environment in our ministries or organizations where dads are welcome to participate and provided opportunities to contribute by using their unique skill sets. Because every single leader that I interviewed for that talk that I did on reengaging fathers in the church said that involving dads in the spiritual lives of their children is vital and important. So leader awareness idea, if men are asked to serve in areas where they lack confidence, for instance, verbal and relational skills or spiritual leadership, they will often be reluctant or they will not accept the offer to engage the leader. Therefore, it is our responsibility as leaders to find creative ways to engage fathers in order to help ease them out of their comfort zone. So those of you that are moms listening today, remember that when you ask dad to go talk with the kids, for example, he often needs more tools to do that task, 
right? Get in my book as a template. The questions are in the back. Here, Dad, say it like this, because sometimes that verbal relational skill set isn't one of his strongest suits. Now, I know that's a gross generalization, but just moms remember that. Men don't want to fail, right? They'd rather do nothing than do it wrong. How can you help equip him even in stepping into those conversations that you know he needs to have? Well, I want to take a couple minutes here, even as we break here. My name is Dr. Michelle Watson. This is the Dad Whisperer. And if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, you can do that on iTunes now and listen later. So I want to give you a few highlights of when I did this interview to prepare for that talk that I knew nothing about that I was asked to give on reengaging fathers in the church is I'm going to tell you three standout interviews that I did that really are powerful that I hope will help you as a leader to understand how important dads are. So the first one was David Murrow, which I interviewed him here recently on my program here. He wrote a book called Why Men Hate Going to Church. And I said, Dave, how do we re-engage fathers? He said, well, there are as many reasons as there are men as to why fathers aren't engaged in the church. He said, eight to 10 ministries are for women and children. For men, it's often an afterthought. He said, most of church lands on the Venus side of the ledger. And he said, but we we give pictures of maybe Jesus flowing in a white gown, you know. But he said, I said, well, Dave, what do you believe will engage men more in the church? He whipped this off the top of his head. He said, we've got to speak directly to men from the pulpit. We have to challenge, not condemn. We need humor. We need short sermons. We need object lessons and visual content. Okay, good, good, good. Great insight, Dave. I go, tell me more. He said, men react negatively at a gut level to feminine things. But if you ask them if they're bothered, like in church with what's coming, they'll say no. He said, men aren't very self-aware. I said, okay, Dave, if you had only one thing that you could say to leaders regarding re-engaging men in the church, what would it be? He said, look at everything you do through the eyes of a young man and ask if he can relate. If you focus there, you'll get every man. He said, exhibit A, Jesus got 12 young men and he built the church. Jesus set the model by building relationships with them. Isn't that powerful? The second one I want to tell you about is Pastor Randy Remington, who's my pastor at Beaverton Foursquare. And I said, Randy, based on your own experience, as well as from input that you've heard from other men, what do you think keeps fathers or men from engaging or re-engaging And I say this in the church or even in their home. He said, boredom, they need action. And I said, okay, what do you believe the church, and I realize this applies to organizations too, could do better in terms of engaging dads and men inside and outside the church? What he said, powerful words. Listen to this. He said, we have to deal with the shame. Most men live with a certain degree of shame because they don't feel they're measuring up. They're not really walking with the Lord like they should be. They're not the husband they should be or the father they should be. They know that. He said, every man's greatest fear is failure. So it will keep them either either overcompensating by being loud and distracting over here, or they'll never try. He said, and every man's greatest pain is regret. They're looking over their shoulders regretfully about what they've done or not done in their life, and it sidelines them, and it takes out the bulk of most men. He said, so somehow men need to find the same kind of forgiveness, freedom, and wholeness that we want women to find in Jesus. Then listen to what he said. He said, at the heart of every man is the need to be courageous. 
Like we read in the story of Joshua, God told him to be strong and courageous. I love that. He said, men need to know that they're called. If they knew that, he said, I believe they would take initiative in every area of their life, spiritually, romantically, and they would be shocked at how Jesus would meet them if they took that step. And maybe some of the things I'm telling you here that I've gotten from these other leaders will be words that you could put into action as you communicate with men that you are interacting with. I also want to tell you about Melinda Kinsman. She's the children's pastor at my church, Beaver Four Square, babies to fifth grade. And 40% of the 500 volunteers that she leads are men. She knows something about how to engage men. She, and I said, what have you found are some of the key ways to engage fathers in children's ministry? Camping, Sundays, she said, keep growing and providing men opportunities where they can grow and they can gain greater leadership skills. She says, as a leader, I also take their suggestions seriously. I find out what they're good at. I honor their professionalism and ask them to come in and teach those skills to our kids. She says, as a woman, I bullet point stuff. Cool. She says, listening is key. And then listen to this last thing. She said, I'm quick to compliment and engage them. Awesome input from leaders that I hope are helping you today. Well, let's keep going on the top 10 list of how I believe you as a leader can engage dads and let dads know that they matter. Here's another reason, number five, that dads matter. Kids internalize their dad's view of them. So the way that a father sees his children becomes intertwined with the way each child sees themselves. So when a dad lights up when his daughter says, you know, walks in the room and he says, you look pretty today. Or to his son, he celebrates with words of, you are a hard worker. Those words take deep root in his child forever. But the converse is true, as we all know, is when a dad is harsh or angry, delivers a blow that spirits are wounded. So as leaders, we can't cancel out the negative words spoken by a dad in the home. But imagine the power of a male or female volunteer or minister who's giving words of affirmation that validates the inherent worth in children. They go a long way toward heart healing. So what's the leader awareness idea? Let's educate fathers on the power of their words to hurt or heal while modeling the positive impact to children when words of life are spoken. Number six, why do dads matter? Because dads provide a template by which kids navigate all other relationships. So if a dad is loving and kind, kids more easily move toward trusting others. If dad is critical, harsh, or demanding, kids often create self-protective walls that not only keep others away, but lead to more isolation and depression and weak interpersonal skills. But the good news is those wounds can heal, right? In the context of a relationship and with God, with us as leaders as well. So the leadership awareness idea there is as you interact with kids in your ministry, in your organization, watch their interpersonal skills. Be aware that their interactions reflect what's being modeled at home, often with dad. And no matter their story, you can be a vessel through which God as a father works. Number seven and eight tie together. It's about a daughter and a son. I'm going to give you two sides of the coin there. You've heard me say this before, but this is a succinct way that as a leader, you can say, here's why dads matter. Because when a daughter feels, number seven, her dad's love, she doesn't need to go looking for love in all the wrong places, right? 
So for those of us who are on the front lines of ministry and leadership, we have the privilege of being entrusted with stories, don't we, about heart hurts, even from a dad. And recently a woman wrote me and said, being a daughter who received too little love and attention and affection from my father, I have a yearning to get affection, attention, and love from father figures and other guys. She asks, how do I overcome this? And so as leaders, we often can tell those girls that are looking for attention from other guys, and I'm saying men who are leaders in organizations, safe dads that are brought in, right, to engage as leaders, are helping to model to these girls what healthy interactions with men look like. So as you interact with kids, here's the leader leader awareness idea. As you interact with kids in your ministry or organization, watch how they interact. Like I said, because you can help to validate beauty and worth in her as a conduit of God's love for her. Number eight, when a son feels his dad's respect, he thrives in knowing that he's strong and competent. To illustrate, 50-year-old Mike recently told me, the thing I noticed most with not having had a dad around was the lack of confidence I was never given. And it angers me that I was robbed of that ability and security. I reminded him that his Abba father can give him what he didn't get from his dad. So he's not forever left with a deficit. And he said, thank you for that reminder. I always forget that. Leader awareness idea, though we can't replace dad as leaders, we can look into the eyes of boys and affirm their worth and their value and their strength and their individual weakness, uniqueness, not weakness, to counter that, that sense of weakness. Let's be conduits of our Father God's love to a generation of boys who need us to be mirrors who reflect truth as God sees them. Two more reasons that I believe dads matter. Number nine, time with dads brings balance to a child's life. During a recent baby dedication at my church, I'll never forget it, as Pastor Randy was praying, I watched this little young mom trying to hold her infant son who was fiercely squirming and pushing against her. And finally, she handed him off to dad. Yes, I had my eyes open. And immediately, the little guy settled down in his dad's arms. And I think what a great reminder of how a dad's presence calms a child and brings balance. Leader awareness idea? Could it be that with more fathers involved as a base in our ministries, that there would be similar grounding and settling and strengthening that would come to those children under our care? I believe so. Number 10, reason why dads matter, dads provide a template for relating to God as a father. So over my past 35 years as a counselor and mentor and speaker, I hear a lot of reasons that kids are hurt because of dad wounds and dad voids. But as my friend John McMurray says, the reason that fatherhood is breaking down is because we've spent millennia not connecting with the real father. So kids heal most by connecting with their real heavenly father, dad. Leader awareness idea, as we listen to kids' stories about their dads or even adult stories about their dads, whether positive or negative, we have the distinct privilege of introducing them and leading them to run to God as their father and their dad as a healer. So let me summarize as we get ready to lay on the plane. On your mark today, the topic has been the sturdier the foundation, the stronger the house, why dads matter. You've heard stories and stats about why that's true. So now for the go step, right? We got to make this practical. Let your ministry leaders listen to this. Think about how you as a leader can engage fathers, men, even if they're not a dad, just a positive 
positive male role model into your organization. And if you want a practical step, choose one of those things today that you can put into action. But let me even just make it more practical here at at the end. Why don't you tell a dad this week, write him a note, give him a phone call about why he matters to his kids. Number two, write a note to a dad or any male volunteer and just affirm their role in your organization. Do that right now today. Number three, put a call out out there for more men and dads to join the ranks of your ministry, letting them know how much their presence will impact the kids and the lives, whether children or adults. Number four, invite a dad to teach a segment of the lesson by bringing something from his workplace or a favorite hobby that he can adapt to a child's level of understanding or even a teenage level of understanding. Let a dad come in and educate or do a task where he has a strength. Number five, pray for healing of the heart hurts in the children that you work with while asking God as a father to reveal his love in powerful ways through you. Do dads matter? Absolutely. And if you're ever in doubt, just remember that God says dads matter and he's using you to contribute to the building of a sturdy and strong child. So as always, let me know how it goes as you put into practice these things that we talk about here on The Dad Whisperer. You can always write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I have free resources. I have a link to my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. You can listen to any of these broadcasts again on iTunes. You can subscribe there. So let's keep the conversation going. Let's stand up and affirm fathers today. Go dads.